Welcome to Car Wash, the podcast. Your source for real stories and real business insights from the experts, both in and out of the car wash industry. So put it in neutral, feed off the brakes, and take your hands off the steering wheel. Here is your guide on this journey, Matt DeWolf. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Car Wash the Podcast. This is the podcast uh, that makes you a better car washer and a slightly better human being. And uh, maybe even today, friends, we're going to make you a slightly better paramedic. Uh, there, we can make no promises on that front. We're actually not going to make you any kind of paramedic. Uh, you got to do all that on your own. Uh, but we do have uh, what is probably the first paramedic and car washer uh, to join us on this show. Uh, we've got Tony Sposit joining us. Tony, welcome. How you doing? Good, man. How about you? Not bad. So, okay, this is an interesting journey, right? We've never, we've never had this conversation, um, so this is going to be fun. Tell me a little bit about uh, kind of your path to like becoming a paramedic. Why was that something you wanted to do? I've wanted to do it ever since I was a little kid. Um, my mom can remember me playing paramedic in, in the living room and, you know, riding my bike around like an ambulance. So, you know... <laughs> They say the only difference between men and boys are the size of the toys. So I went from playing with little toy fire trucks to playing with real ones. You know what I mean? So it's, it's just something I've always wanted to do. Okay. So where did you like, what was that like? You went to high school. Yeah. And then when, I did, went, when did that happen? So I went to high school and got out and started working in EMS as a, an EMT, which is the lowest level. Um, and then worked my way up to being a paramedic and eventually got a city job where I am right now. So somewhere along the line, right? Everything's going fine. Uh, everything you're, you're loving your gig. You're doing what you wanted to do your whole life. And you decide, uh, I'm going to go work at a car wash. <laughs> Walk me through that. How did you get here? I kind of fell into it. Um, I, I went because we work 24 hour shifts. So I only work 10 days a month. So... I needed something, you know, my wife was going to kill me because I'm walking around the house. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm like, you know, so I ran across the the car wash, the, our car wash here that opened in December. So I started, I'm like, you know, hey, you're looking for somebody to do some work and got a job just being an attendant. And again, just like EMS, worked my way up from there. So how long have you been at the wash now? A year. So you're year in, Tony. How are you feeling about this decision now? I love this job. <laughs> it is it is one of, I am very lucky again to be able to do things that I find fun and make money for. So I love washing cars. I know this wash backwards and forwards. I've taken it apart like five or six times to <laughs> fix things. You know, recently we had the cold weather up here where we had that negative 20 degree weather. That was yeah. not fun for car washing. So I had to take it apart multiple times to fix things. So it's, I love every second of it. I get to do what I love. Well, um, you know, the saying goes, Tony, that once you get a little bit of the car wash chemistry in your blood, uh, there's no getting it out. So you're, you're here forever, my friend. <laughs> happily. I will happily be here forever. <laughs> well, okay. So remind for our listeners uh, and viewers, where, where's your wash located? Uh, Monroe, Michigan. Okay, so you guys are up in Michigan. Uh, I'm in Minnesota. I understand what that cold weather feels like. Although this year has been weird. Uh, you know, it's like 42 degrees outside right now, and it's we're here in February. So mm -hmm. that's okay. I'll take that. 
Um, talk to me a little bit about your first day at the wash. Like, take me, take me back a year. And, and what was that like for you? Um, it was, I worked at a car wash in high school. So, but back then you still had the old panels on the wall that you had to push. And there's a big green button on the wall to start the wash and everything. So it was a little daunting because everything is so, so different nowadays. Yeah. You know, everything has come light years from when I, you know, I was doing this before. It was very relaxing and calming to me. It was almost instant gratification. So you wash the car, 90 seconds later, it comes out on the other side and it's clean. And it was just dealing with customers and everything. It was a very positive experience for me and I enjoyed it. I told you, Tony, that once you get car washing in your blood, once that chemistry is in your blood, it's not coming out. Uh, I didn't know you, were, you, you had that job in high school. See, it, you were destined to come back. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> So, so talk to me a little bit about, um, you know, on, in, from a day-to-day perspective, right? Like you have your, your paramedic work that you do, mm-hmm. uh, and now you have the car wash work that you do. Mm-hmm. What, what might kind of transfer over from one to the other? More than you would think. Um, in EMS, EMS is, is customer service related too. you know, where yeah. we go in and you know, it's a very large responsibility that most people don't understand. You have strangers who invite you into their home to help them. They don't know you from anybody. Yeah. You know, you could be the worst person on the planet, you know, but it's it's that instant trust that they're giving. In the car wash industry, it's you don't have that instant trust. They're customers. So one of the things that I work very hard on that transferred over is the fact that when you walk into somebody's house, you have to work on getting that instant trust with them hmm. and that transfers over to here we're talking with customers and dealing with it gets them to do that instant trust one of the things i am very adamant about in building that trust is i won't ask somebody their name until a good minute or two into the conversation hmm. i will introduce myself but i want you to build that trust with me that i'm here to help you or i'm here to i'm a good person i'm not somebody that's going to you know come at you And then I find out who you are. It's much more appealing to people because, you know, you get that things. This guy didn't even know my name. He didn't even know who I was and he just helped me out. So I try to make sure that things like that transfer over. So I build relationships with the customers and the clientele that I have here. Yeah, I I love that. I mean, I I think it's um, it can be easy sometimes for us to fall into. Hey, I'm Matt. Who are you? Right. We're taught nowadays through all of the training from wherever you've worked about, you know, customer services, you know, hi, ma'am, my name is Dave. How can I help you? The cookie cutter thing. There's no humanity to it. There's no empathy to it. Simon Sinek says that we don't practice empathy in, in the workplace anymore. That is something that I inject into here every day. Every customer reaction, every customer, you know, every customer experience that I have, it's a conversation. I want to talk to you. I don't, I want to know who you are and what's going on. And I want you to trust me. It's not about just being customer service. Anybody can go out to a kiosk and look at them and be like, hi, man, my name is Dave. How are you? What can I do for you? Walking up to somebody and look at them going, hi, how are you doing today? What's going on? What can I help you with? You know, and you get some, especially nowadays with the, 
the increase in technology here, you have a lot of the elderly people who need help, but don't want to ask for it because yeah. they don't, they, they feel, it makes them feel bad. You know, so a lot of times I say it a thousand times a day where I'll come out and help somebody. I'll be like, let me help you. I don't need help. Okay. I understand that. I want to help you. You did not ask me for help. Please let me help you. Yeah. And then they're much more receptive to allowing me to help and, and do those things because you're not making them feel bad. You're just saying, I'm a human. I want to help you. I see you're struggling. Yeah. Um, let's talk a little bit about kind of your, your fast trajectory, right? So, uh, you went from just, just, just as a kind of a, a dismissive term, you went from being an attendant, which is a super important job really, because, uh, at the end of the day, you got to get the cars on, um, mm -hmm. and from that to, uh, you're now manager of the wash. Yes. Is that accurate? And I do. Okay. I do the media and public relations for all five of the car washes that my owner owns. So you've, you've picked up a good body of work. Uh, mm -hmm. in addition to your, your day job, um, talk about that experience. Where, what's that been like for you as you've kind of grown? Daunting. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, I had a lot of background. I used to, uh, broadcast and do things and do public relations and media for a junior hockey team in my twenties. Um, it was something that I enjoyed doing. It was my backup to EMS. If I didn't become a paramedic, this is what I okay. wanted to do. So I started learning that and it was daunting to take the work, but a lot of it was just injecting what I already knew and what I had already learned into what I do here. Um, it was, I, it was a little difficult. I had never managed a car wash like I do now. So there was a very steep learning curve. Um, I am very lucky. Our owner was very receptive to it you know, and was very willing to help me out and get me to where I am today to, you know, like, this is what you want to do. This is where it is. Um, we use Motor City Washworks as our gear. So he sent me up to their, uh, their factory and their setup where they taught me about their gear and how to do it and so on and so forth. So it was a very positive experience to get me to where I am today. And it only took me about a month or two to kind of get my feet wet in it and enough that I can chase it myself and start figuring it out. I'm a very keen aesthetic learner, so I like learning with my hands. So okay. I like Tinker Time. So it only took me about a month for me to get my feet wet enough that I can start playing Tinker Time and fixing things. And then it's just became very easy for me. Tony, you've got some layers, my friend. I mean, you are like the, the quintessential onion here, right? We're just going to keep peeling them back. Uh, All for it. <laughs> paramedic, some broadcast and some PR and some, uh, I, I think, some DJing. We're going to get to that in a minute. Yeah. Uh, and car washing. So yeah, lots of things going on here. Um, you're now managing media for, I believe, you you all are five locations. Is that accurate? Yes. Yes. So managing 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 media, managing people a little bit too. Talk the, talk me through like what that's been like. Like all of a sudden there's all this stuff underneath you. I don't look at it that way. Okay. I have a very, I have a job. I have to do it. Yep. And it's very easy to be able to do all that when it's fun. You know, when I'm able to do this, but a lot of it kind of cross links. Because the customer relations end of thing is what public relations is. It's what the media is, what 
what does this customer want? You know, I always look at it and say, what would I buy? What would make me come here? You know, there are car washes now. The best answer I've heard is somebody said car washes are like CVS's and Walgreens were in the 90s where there's just one popping up on every corner. So what makes me different from the other 10 washes that are here? Sometimes it's the wash experience. Sometimes it's the customer service. Sometimes it's just having somebody to talk to. You know, people, my wife, it drives my wife nuts because we'll go someplace and people through Monroe and people look at me and go, hey, the car wash guy. You know what I mean? I'm known in Monroe as the car wash guy. It's happened on more than one occasion. And that's just simply because I take time with people and I'll sit there. I My favorite thing to do on days where we're busy and running the washes is to go out to the kiosks and help customers and talk with them, you know, and see what's going on and see what's happening. And they have a dog, give them a, give them a dog bone. You know what I mean? Give them a milk bone mm-hmm. and let them sit there and chew and talk with it. It's, it's, it's about that relationship and those reactions. And that that is the core of how I do everything. So going back to the, this this kind of mantra of how you approach um, just kind of customer service and just kind of those relationships and how you, you kind of make those connections with people, how do, you, how do you extend that down like kind of across all of your kind of colleagues in that space, right? Like, you do it, and that's kind of. It seems to me that it's like that's a natural state of being for for Tony Spazza. That's how you are. How do you help others kind of be that way too, and like see the see the meaning behind that? Empathy is the key to everything. I treat my guys like they're humans. Anybody, every place out there nowadays is, you know, do your work, do your job. Yeah. Don't do your job, right? You, you lose your job. Well, you don't know what's going on in people's lives. I take the time to know what's going on in my guys' lives. And if you get to know them and treat them like humans, the the alteration of that becomes very simple. It's once you know them and they trust you, it's mm-hmm. a, it's a, hey, listen, I need you to go and talk with this person or go out to the kiosks more when people are struggling. Right. People will smile naturally if they're happy and they enjoy where they work, if they feel accepted and rewarded with what they do and they feel appreciated. My guys will my guys, I don't ever have to tell them smile and do good customer service. They do it naturally because they know that I expect it. That's what I do. Yeah. But I appreciate you guys doing what you do. So they just do it on their own. They don't want to you know, they don't want to do this. I. Yesterday, we had a record day and I text my guys and I said, the duty crew today deserves the biggest high five. We had run more cars than we have since we've been open. So you guys are all legends. It was simple. It was a simple, you know, you guys are awesome. Thank you guys very much. That makes the difference between somebody that is going to smile and treat your customers with respect versus somebody that's just, you know, for lack of a better term, salty all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. There's there's such power in that recognition and acknowledgement, even if even from a very small level. It's just two words. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk a little bit about your um, how you've taken this kind of PR and broadcast angle and brought that to the wash. You you do a thing. You do a thing. <laughs> Tell us about um, the light show and the music and all of that, Tony. 
I mean, I'm going to be a thousand percent honest. I was scrolling through TikTok one day. Yes, there it is. And, now that's, we're getting it. and that's how I came across this idea. You can terrestrial radio, TV, it's it's not a thing that much anymore. You can go on TikTok and find anything you want to find. I'm scrolling through TikTok one day and there's these ASMR artists that are just putting like like slime over top of their yeah, cameras yeah. and making noises. And then there's some guy that's writing calligraphy on a paper. You never see his face. All these people are doing is just writing their name in and then he's writing their name on the paper. There was a, a couple chefs or cooks. There was a guy that had his camera up in his pizza kitchen and you just watched him make pizza. Yeah. And I sat there and went, what is the most outlandish borderline insane idea that is just crazy enough that it might work? Live DJ TikTok broadcast stream. Put the cameras up from the car wash on there. Just let people drive through, play some music. It'll be the thing. And it was about two months from concept to design. And then about a month of implementation. Um, and it turned out to be what it is. It's still growing. Um, but people love that ASMR stuff. So people, I kind of figured out that it was really going to work when one day I'm sitting at the station and my assistant chief, she's sitting next to me and I have the cameras up. Cause I kind of watch what's going on when I'm there to make sure yeah. everybody, you know, make sure everything's okay. And she is just sitting there like this intently staring at the cameras. And I go, it got you, didn't it? She goes, yeah, it did. I'm like, okay, <laughs> this one's going to work. This one might work. Oh, yeah. That's funny. That's so good. Um, do, do you have a name for it? Like other than Monroe street, happy stream hour. Car wash? Monroe street, happy hour. Okay. That's we so do funny. it as like a real actual radio broadcast. So you can turn it on TikTok. You can put it on. We do, you can, uh, some days we do call-ins. A lot of times we do that. If you subscribe to the, to the feed, you get special, you know, you get special discounts, special things. We give out special promo codes. It's just like any normal radio show. We, we do it normally. It's just, we, we just put the cameras up behind it for the security cameras that I used to watch and people can watch people go through the car wash. Tony. You have people calling in? <laughs> yeah, people will call in. What are they? Okay, what? Okay, walk, what's that conversation like? What are they calling in to talk about? Request music. They're in the area. They're sitting in line. They're doing something. Hey, can you play this for me? Yeah, sure. No problem. You know, we do that. you know, we don't do it all the time. We do it on days that I see is busy or I'll hook it up. Um, yeah. You know, but other than that, I don't do it all the time. But, you know. We, we do the same thing. Caller number five, call on right now. If you're in line right now, call number five. You're going to get your wash today for free, so call in. And you'd be surprised. People will call yeah. to get their wash for free, you know? It, it's something that is – I watched and looked, and it was something nobody's ever done before. Yeah. And I was able to inject my experience in the past to create something that nobody's ever done and try to build it. And it's still – it's still in its infancy. We're still kind of working out the kinks in it, but it's, it's definitely becoming a, a thing. You know, we're getting that's, about 250, 300 viewers a broadcast. That's amazing. I mean, honestly, like talk about a perfect example of being willing to try something new. Mm -hmm. There's no reason that should have worked, Tony. You know that, right? There's no, no reason that should have worked. <laughs> there's, there's, that's what I said. It's, it is something that, shouldn't work but is yeah just on this side of crazy that it might you know i love that well i i really appreciate your willingness to 
to take your other experiences, right. And like, look outside the box and, and try and bring those in and apply those to the industry. Because I think that's where all of the best ideas always come from. Either that or necessity of invention, yeah. you know, and that's, that's, we, it was something that what sets us apart, what is something that is going to set us apart? Anybody can put up flags. Anybody can put up signs. Don't get me wrong. As part of public relations, that's important. It's information to people, yeah. but you got to have fun with it. People will come back to a place because of an event or because of a person. Very rarely will they come back to a place just because it's a place. Yeah. You know, so they'll come here because they'll come here on Saturdays between 1230 and 2.30 to be part of this. And people who are on TikTok that might be driving through the area, they'll, they'll stop just because it's here, just because they're close, just because they want to be on TikTok. You know, so it's it's about just again, it's it's about the experience for people and being customer related with experience and making it fun. All right, so it's it's on TikTok, correct? I can find this on TikTok. Mm -hmm. Monroe Car Wash guy. Okay, I just got to look up Monroe Car Wash guy. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm typing that in because I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> check this thing out. What's your what's your normal schedule? Is that kind of standard? The, we try to do it every Saturday. Some days Saturday. in the summer, we didn't do it last year. So in the summer, it's kind of a guest test and revise thing. You know, in the summer, we might do it more. Yeah. You know, it's kind yeah. of, I want to do one later at night in the summer because TikTok lives, uh, TikTok lives high broadcasting times are either early in the morning or yeah. later at night. You know, after seven, well, we close at seven. So right. next summer, I want to get a day where I know it's going to be busy, where we stay open that extra hour and do something fun. Like actually at that time, turn the lights off in the tunnel and just have the lights going and do a live broadcast for, you know, a special Monroe, you know, Monroe Street happy hour, you know, just something like that. So it's, it's, there's things that you can do that are tried and true signs and flags and flyers and all that stuff. And then there's things you can do outside the box like this, that. Yeah, it's going to take you a month or two to figure out. But when you do, it's going to be something cool. Well, and like like we've been talking about this whole conversation, it's all about making sure it's fun. And when it's mm -hmm. fun, it's going to work. Mm -hmm. We don't have fun in this world anymore. Not many people do. Yeah. So to have an experience where people can come in and have a good time and enjoy their car wash and listen to music and get the smells of the chemicals as you come through mm -hmm. and the lights going through and then they get to the end, the ultimate goal is I want people to go and get to the end of the wash and pull out and go, dude, that was cool. Yeah. You know, that was fun. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the ultimate goal right there. That'd be the best compliment I could get. I love it. I love it. Well, Tony, I, there's one more question that I ask everybody that comes on the show. Um, almost everybody. I probably missed a few. And that's what's one thing that we can do today to be better tomorrow. Empathy. Yeah. Listen to people talk to people. Don't be so closed minded and busy that you people are human. We are all human. People make mistakes. That's the same thing with your employees. Practice empathy. People make mistakes. People have other things going on in their lives. Just be empathetic towards everybody. You know, be nice, be kind, be patient. Just take your time. Slow is smooth, smooth is fast, fast is accurate. Just be empathetic and take your time to remember everybody's human. I love that. I love that, Tony. Well, Tony, congratulations on a, on a uh, successful re-entry into the car wash 
uh, industry. Thank you. Um, I think you're going to be here for a very long time, as I, I said earlier. So. I uh, I want to say thanks so much for sharing your story with us. Um, sitting down today, I have to go tomorrow and block out some time in my day now to watch Mon- the Monroe Car Wash guy live stream from the wash. Uh, anybody listening to this should check that out too. Tony, thanks so much for joining us and I hope to talk to you again soon. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Car Wash the Podcast is your source for real stories and real business insights from the experts, both in and out of the car wash industry. Our show helps investors, owners, operators, and managers think about ways to enhance their business. Our podcast is a free on-demand audio program that provides